Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 or so minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word and thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But it also helps keep us focused on our spiritual lives, and that's important for us. Now, we encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You know people in your life who need to get into God's Word, who need to grow in their faith. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for you, but also a tremendous blessing for them. So make that commitment to start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our new line of thought and study that we introduced last time, and we're talking about another one of those heart problems. Again, not talking about that physical organ or muscle within our chest that pumps blood through our circulatory system all day long, every day throughout our lives. That's a physiological kind of heart. And uh, we're talking about something much deeper than that. We're talking about, and I know people will, as I said, they will clutch their, their hand together into a fist. They'll pound their chest and they'll make statements such as, I just feel in my heart. I believe with all of my heart. And I understand the emotion and the statement and the sentiment behind that, the meaning that they're trying to express. They're talking about deep sincerity, but it's not that muscle within their chest that they're really focusing on. That's, again, a muscle. (laughs) It, it, It does not have a conscience. It just does its job that God designed it to do by pumping blood through a circulatory system all the time. And it's amazing how, how efficient it is as God designed it to be. But we're talking about our mindset, our mentality, our conscience, our soul. We really can think about it that way. Our value system with all of my heart. Okay. Remember when Jesus was asked, what is the great commandment in the law? In Matthew chapter 22, he said, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might. And Luke's account says, with all of your strength as well. Well, again, Jesus was not talking about that muscle within your chest. He was talking about what we mentioned a moment ago, with all of your dedication, your commitment, your conscience, your mentality, your mindset, your spirit, your soul, with with all of your being, basically. And so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about problems of the heart. We talk about, last time we introduced the subject that another one of these heart problems is gossip. I asked, I asked the question, what is your impression of gossip? What do you think of a person who just gossips all the time? What kinds of problems can be caused by gossip? Well, again, Webster defines gossip as a person who chatters or repeats idle talk and rumors about others. Now, notice the idle talk, not necessarily something he he or she should be repeating. It's idle talk, things people will say kind of offhand, may not even have any basis to it, or very little basis at least. But then also they repeat rumors Rumors that may, not, that may have absolutely no basis, in fact. They're just rumors. And rumors spread, don't they? And they get added to. 
and expanded upon. And notice the focus of gossip, others. Gossipers talk about other people. And then we looked at another definition that describes gossip as discussing personal details of other people's lives, whether rumor or fact, especially when malicious. In other words, especially when what is being gossiped about can be hurtful to the person who is the subject of the gossip. Is there somebody in your life, maybe within your own family, in fact, around whom you've got to be pretty careful about what you say, what you do, because you know they're, they're liable to start gossiping about it to other people in the family or other people you know or they know. Kind of on pins and needles, aren't we? Walking on eggshells, so to speak. Just watching our P's and Q's. Well, gossip can be extremely dangerous, and this is another one of those two-edged swords, so to speak. It can be very destructive and hurtful to the person who is the subject of the gossip, because a lot of times it can, it can destroy some segment of their life. They could end up losing their job over something that is said about them that may not even have any basis in fact whatsoever, but it also it damages the person who is the gossiper, the one who is carrying the gossip, because it says something about their character. It says something about their mindset. And so it, it is an action on their part that could end up causing them to lose their soul because gossip can be sinful and eternally destructive. And also, it hurts their own reputation because, as I said, people know about a person who gossips on a regular basis, and they're not comfortable around them. They want to be careful about striking up too close a relationship with them. In fact, they might want to avoid them altogether because they know they're a gossiper. Well, as I said, the specific singular word gossip is not found in either of the King James, New King James, or American Standard versions of the Bible. And these are three very reliable translations of God's word. But the plural is found in 1 Timothy chapter 5, uh, chapter 5 and verse 13. And we read that last time, but I'll just repeat that. And it's talking about widows who maybe have idle time on their, on their hands and so Paul has said they need, they need to get busy. Maybe even they need to start looking for another husband. They're widows. He says, besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house. Oh. And not, not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things they ought not. Well, a gossiper, a person who is, who is habitually involved in gossiping, they're kind of always on the lookout, aren't they, for what they can pick up and then pass on to somebody else in the form of some new gossip. Now, while the word gossip itself, now that one translation in the plural, gossips, is talking about a person who gossips, <laughs> who is a gossiper, who carries gossip, spreads it around. But while that singular word, gossip, is not found in the New Testament scriptures, uh, 
there are related words that portray the nature of gossip quite graphically. Talebearer is one of them. Now, a person who participates in gossip on a regular basis may not, may not like that particular term being attributed to what they're doing, but it's exactly accurate. Talebearer, you're telling a tale. You're carrying a tale from one person to another. It's a word that succinctly describes a person who engages in gossip. They're telling tales. The idea of tale-bearing was specifically condemned under the law of Moses in Old Testament scriptures. Look at Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 16. You shall not go about as a tale-bearer among your people, nor shall you take a stand against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord, the text says. This is God's very word. The language in the following proverb is quite descriptive as well. And it's actually repeated not only in Proverbs 18 and verse 8, but also Proverbs 26 and verse 22. Now, why is it in there twice? For the sake of emphasis, perhaps? The scripture reads, the words of a tale bearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost parts of the body. Huh. Tasty trifles. Can you think about some some particular piece of pastry that, oh, it is so good. And you, you see that being offered on a, on a table, maybe on a buffet, and you, oh, I, I want that. And you put that in your mouth, oh, that's so good. Oh, and you just kind of close your eyes and, and maybe your toes even curl. It's so good. That's kind of descriptive, isn't it? In fact, a pretty apt description of a person who, is gossiping. They hear something and boy, they can't wait to get to somebody else to repeat it. And maybe over and over again, oh, this is there. I mean, they're just so emotionally brought in by that particular piece of gossip. It's like taking that just elegant, wonderful piece of pastry and uh, swallowing it down and just enjoying the taste. Well, they're hearing something that really turns them on, and it's gossip. And they can't wait to repeat it to somebody else. To be guilty of gossiping is to be guilty of unnecessarily telling things, particularly about others, that do not need to be told. Proverbs 11 and verse 13 says, A talebearer reveals secrets but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Again, Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 13. Now, some people will say, well, I'm not, I didn't gossip. It was true what I said. So it's not gossip. No, you need to rethink. Is it something that needed to be said? Was it something you needed to say about that other person? There are some things that are true that we might come to learn about other people. We just don't need to repeat those. There's no point in it. There's no purpose in it, except maybe to tarnish their image in the eyes of other people. Okay, such and such happened. 
Maybe it happened 10 years ago. That person may have changed their life completely. Or even though such and such happened, does it need to be told? Is it, is it something that is, is really important to be spread around? Probably not in a lot of cases. So why tell it? Something can be true and still be characterized as gossip. And thereby you can be condemned by gossiping about it. We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, boy, help us to be careful to not let the devil pull us in to taking part in gossip that is unnecessary. Help us, Father, to be the loving Christians that you want us to be and to care about our brothers and sisters in Christ and even other people as well. Help us to not gossip. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.